The Mix Report, the podcast that covers Unix and Overlook pop culture. As always, we thank the introvert for the introductory theme. All audio clips are utilized under fair use. And welcome to another episode of The Next Report covering Unix and Overlook pop culture. I'm Thomas. I'm Steven. And what we're going to talk about today is kind of, it's kind of sort of timely in the sense that it's still during the holiday season and it's still during the time in which the memories of Black Friday still freshly ingrained in our minds. The stabbings, the muggings, oh, the broken elbows. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and there, there have been people, it's been controversial too, in the sense of, oh, the sales are now going to start on Thanksgiving at 6pm, some stores, and and everything else, and and there there's been lots of you know demonstrations, protests back and forth, debates about whether it's the right thing to do or not. Now, um, Stephen Kelly and myself, we have experience working in retail. It's a high stress environment, especially during this time of year. Yeah, especially during holidays. Like. Like what? What? What's the? What's the? What's the single biggest Black Friday moment that you remember working in retail? Uh, see, for for a good chunk of my retail experience, I worked at a video store. Well, a, a big box store that was like a video store slash um, CD store, bookstore called Hastings for a while, and well, I should say for a while for the better part of ten years, and. Towards the end of that, when the economy crashed, I, you know, needed something more than a part-time job, so I went ahead and took a promotion and became the video manager there. Needless to say, when Black Friday rolled around, I had to be there. And one year, I don't honestly remember which year it was, unfortunately. It was, it was before the all the bad crap went down. Uh, we made the most money while I was there that we had made ever, and, and that's because I think that year we had a better sale than Walmart did. And there was I when we got there, we had to get up there at like 5 a.m. or something stupid, and we're standing there, and this was back in the, those golden days when you know Black Friday started at 6 a.m. on on Black Friday. But I digress. <laughs> we will uh, we'll we'll get into that later. I looked out, and there was a line from the front door th- uh, through a huge parking lot all the way to, to a Mexican restaurant that was at the other side of the parking lot. And I immediately was like, oh. And the people that were at the front of the line, um, they sent me to open the doors because I was like probably the biggest dude there. And this one lady was about to like run through me. And I started. I basically had just shut the door like to where I could... And I said, you are going to back up because if I open this and you run through... And you knock me down, I'm fighting. You need to back up. <laughs> I don't, you know, I never got mad like that at the store, but this lady was insane. And, you know, for the grand scheme of things, there was hardly anything great on sale. There was, like, box sets for, like, for, you know, $5 and stuff like that. There was there was stuff, there, there was just no reason to be, go, you know, ready to rush in there like they're playing that old game show Supermarket Sweeps or something. Right. I mean, it was, it was and, you know... That brings out the worst in people because they don't seem to realize that we don't want to be there at 6 a.m. We don't want to be dealing with them, and people act the most rude and hateful they possibly can during those Black Friday sales. 
Oh my goodness! Uh, I know, I know what you mean. Um, I remember. See, the thing is, it, it's not as bad for me. Be I work graveyard shifts, so I managed to avoid most of the chaos in recent years. This year, last year, um, one year, I um, it got busy, so busy that um, I got to take my first break. After I took my lunch break, that's how <laughs> bad it got. When, when that, uh, when the poor person up in um, up north got trampled, and it was very, very sad that that happened. I think that's when we started seeing it getting spread out a little bit more. Going at re- various retailers throughout various um, focus whether it's general retail or more specific niche-based retail, decided, you know what, we need to spread this out a little bit so that we're not having accidents and deaths. And Because people in big crowds, that creates a sheep mentality that's just like, oh, dear God. Yeah, and people don't have common courtesy in those situations because, you know, to them it's, them versus everyone else trying to get some kind of deal. And it just, like I said, it brings out the worst in people. I'll commend them for, you know, spreading stuff out and having more online sales. I think that's actually, I, I don't understand what the what the, the big, like, you know, they there for a while they didn't want to do online sales, like various places, and then Amazon rolled in and started doing their quote-unquote Cyber Monday stuff. And, you know, they ended up making more than like any of the retail stores for the past couple of years, and it's just like, hey, brick-and-mortar retail stores, how about you guys sell stuff cheap online as well? And they finally started doing that. Like, I, I worked in years that in which I remembered what it was like for it to be so packed, but as the years progressed, I noticed where things were getting spread out more and more, and... This year, I missed most of the chaos. It was it was beautiful, boring at the same time, but beautiful. I like how I rolled in there. I I, I actually went into the place that Thomas works at at on Black Friday. Technically, it was uh, Saturday at that point. Two a.m. No one was there. Everything was still on sale. I grabbed my nephew an iPod or uh, not an iPod, but a uh, an MP3 player that was you know dirt cheap and. Bought myself a burrito and got the hell out of there. Because <laughs> so I was like, and I didn't have to fight with anyone. You know, there was junk strewn everywhere, so I can only assume what happened there hours before. But everyone was sleeping so they could get up and do it again the next day, I think. Right, and, that, <laughs> and that's what was going on. And, for, you know, for those, for those who were like, oh, it's terrible how people are being treated in retail, blah, 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 blah. Um, here, here's some here's some insight into that. I I had incentive to be there. It was part of my normal schedule anyway. 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. the next morning. That's my normal schedule when I go in to the very place that pays me, and then I can pay my bills. Um, but we also got an extra incentive for being there during that time. We got. We got a nice, hefty discount on some stuff because of it. We were we it, we got a little voucher that basically caused us some of us to go on a shopping spree, stock up on some stuff, 
And it was a win for that store because it probably moved some merchandise out of the store that probably needed to go as yeah. quickly as possible. It needed. That, that's why in some places you see a lot of markdown stuff because it's coming near its sell-by date. Like canned goods. You're like, wow, this is really cheap. You look on the bottom, you figure out why. Not that it'll go bad during that date, but because... They can't legally sell it after that. Well, uh, you know. <laughs> why? It's rules, regulations, and what have you. So that's why that kind of happens. And that was an opportunity to move some stuff out of the store, making room for other merchandise and things like that. So it was a win-win for everybody. And retail in general is a high-stress job. I, you know, I've been yelled at, somebody's threatened to have me fired, the usual stuff. Oh, yeah, and you get customers. I've, I had someone threaten to call the CIA on me for uh, some reason. That was exciting. Were they a carny by any chance? No, it was a crazy lady. She uh, she was mad that two entirely different games were different prices. Like, I, I could tell an entire huge story about that, but basically it ended with me finding my boss and saying, hey, this lady would like to speak with you, and then getting the hell out of there. Cause <laughs> Beyond your pay grade, you're like, I'm not dealing with this. Um, the only thing I take, I, I, I kind of, with the whole... Like, I enjoyed the fact that they spread it out to kind of stop the whole trampoline and, you know, all the problems. The only thing I took kind of a uh, problem with, and let me preface this, my views do not influ- are not, you know, Tommy's views, nor do they re- reflect right. because Tommy, you know, works for the place I'm about to talk crap on here. But right. I'm a retail survivor, so I know how it is. <laughs> the guy that, I don't know if it was the head of Walmart, but one of the, the higher-ups... Did a pre- like a damage control press release where he basically said, "On Thanksgiving, we believe that it is a family time, and I we think that families should be together, and we think that they would like to go shopping together, and that's why we're opening our store on Thanksgiving." And I'm like, "You are not opening for any sort of reason like that. You're opening it because you want to undercut everyone else, and you're trying to shine up the turd real nice to make it look like you're doing this awesome thing." Um, that irritated me. <laughs> And other CEOs of other companies have basically, you know, messed up, too, in the past. And one of the, like, the the big, big, one of the big reasons a lot of retailers open the doors earlier and earlier is because they're trying to one-up everybody. And at some point, there's going to be a sweet spot that's going to have to be hit. Yeah. Um, Poorly executed press release, that was... No, that was not. I honestly think if they were to open a little bit later, but not at midnight, but like at 8 or so, I think that would, you wouldn't have the people that would feel like it was cutting into their family time, because let's face it, by about 8, the majority of people are going home. Right. Because at some point they're going to hit a point where it's just going to level out. This is all retail, not just one entity or another. Oh, yeah. And I'm not, you know, talking crap on that one particular place, as if they are the only one doing this. They're all doing it. They all... Because, you know, the entire purpose of Black Friday is that it's the one time in the year where a company actually makes money, basically. I remember when I worked at the place I worked at, you know, we would make a little bit of money, but it was never anything great because you're, you're pay- the company's paying rent and all sorts of other stuff. Right. But on Black Friday, you would make, like, eight times what you normally would make, and it would pretty much be, you know, your profit for the year, basically. 
basically it's when when the company enters the black when they're right there profits all around it, it, it's it's the incredible thing that can happen and unfortunately at some point there's going it's going to level out and they're going to be like okay 8 p.m. does sound more like a sweet spot in retail in general. Yeah. And that's for brick-and-mortar stores. Um, online, that depends. Like, Cyber Monday was coined, and boom, everybody's participating in it now. There, there, there's, there's a website out there that basically kind of pimps Cyber Monday to an extent. It's called Black Friday Death Count. Well, yeah, because, I mean, generally Cyber Monday has better deals, it seems like, in my opinion. Yeah. And and less casual physical casualties, too. Oh, yeah. Like, you read some of the stories about the fights that broke out, and that was those that stuck to the traditional do-this-shit at midnight. That's why I would never go to a mall, like, on Black Friday, or, like, Best Buy or something. Ugh. I can only imagine... The kind of stuff that would go down in one of those places. I've heard horror stories about people going to Victoria's Secret and people legitimately having fist fights and oh, stuff in those places at the mall. Fighting over panties. <laughs> wow. The worst I've ever seen was when I uh, last year I went I went up to, to Walmart uh, because I was uh, buying myself a video game that was twenty dollars. I get in there. And there's 80 trillion people standing around in there because even though it didn't start at midnight, everybody was there already. And after I finally found my game 30 minutes after wandering around because they had them in the clothing section, which I understand why. <laughs> but I stood there and there was people like shoveling games into their hands because they're probably going to turn around and try to resell them on eBay and stuff. And there was guys with like 80 copies of Call of Duty and all this other stuff. And it's just like... Ah, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Everybody's being greedy. Now, uh, so, did you get that game eventually? Oh, yeah, I bought the game. I mean, that was that was last year's WWE game. This year it was not on sale, so I did not buy the current one yet, but I probably will. No, um, I, like I said, I just bought that MP3 player, and that was pretty much... I bought that, I did buy a game, but I bought it online. <laughs> There you go. That, that much more pleasant experience, less deaths. Which, in perspective of the Black Friday death count, only goes back to like 2006. What, what was the state. worst year for it on there? Do you think? Um, let me look at it real quick. Open this up here. Because ah. I mean, it's to me this year. I think was less of a, an incident than even last year. I think that. To, I think they probably got so much bad press the last couple of years. I them spreading everything out. I would, wouldn't be surprised if this year where there was less trouble. Um, according to Black Friday death count, there have been a total of seven deaths and ninety injuries. That's going back to two thousand six. They also have a nice little disclaimer that says "Know your death count." The New York Daily News has recently republished an article from two thousand eight, leading many to believe it happened this year. But um, this is this is all from this year, by the way. Shopper pepper sprayed, arrested in argument over TV at New Jersey Walmart. Oh, great! That's what you need to have. Uh, Thanksgiving Day bargain shoppers send eleven-year-old to hospital. Here's an interesting one: teen returning home from Black Friday shopping fell asleep at wheel, killed in wreck. <laughs> 
Oh, man. A uh, man stabbed during Black Friday event at Crash Bad, or Carlsbad Mall. Carlsbad, not Crash Bad. Um, Newport, Arkansas Walmart employee injured during Black Friday sales. Scenes of chaos during chain stores Black Friday sales in Northern Ireland. This is in Ireland. This is a worldwide issue. <laughs> Several injured in Black Friday related shooting outside Coles in Illinois. Was Coles one of the ones that st- one of the ones that did the traditional open at midnight type of thing, or set it to start at midnight? I believe so, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that because I, I honestly think there was only a few that opened on Thanksgiving Day. It was pretty much Walmart. Um, was Kmart one of them? I think it was Walmart's direct competitor. So maybe Coles did, but I'm not actually certain. Target, Target, I believe did as well. I can't remember. Um, Black Friday, Virginia man stabbed in Walmart parking lot over space. Walto Walmart brawl sends one police officer to the hospital. Um, last one listed, just for this year, shopping, shopper carrying TV home from Target shot in Las Vegas. Um, but yeah, oh my goodness. Th- this thing goes all the way back to 2006, and their, their little... Disclaimer at the bottom is not affiliated with a certain site with a strikingly similar layout touting Cyber Monday death counts. Spoiler, there aren't any. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's um, the, the site goes over all the injuries and all the stuff that's happened. And and they even go other way to say, hey, uh, remember that um, thing that was published in 2008? That did not happen this year. That happened a few years ago. Yeah. And it was that one that probably prompted retailers probably across the nation to step back and go, maybe we should spread this out a little bit so that we're not having so many fistfights. Well, like, and the other funny thing, as I've noticed, is a lot of that stuff that's on sale now actually becomes super cheap in February. So I know people want it for Christmas, but, like, if people are just trying to get a good deal... There's a lot of stuff like uh, like clothing and stuff that you would be better off waiting for like when they try to dump all the winter stuff coming up on the spring and stuff like that. Because people don't necessarily realize that, and they'll be like, oh, I'm getting a great deal. It's like, like, just wait a little bit. <laughs> um, our colleague, Stephen Tompkins, he, he, looked at, he was looking at a tablet, seriously considering it. Well, because dual-core processor, um, good... Sp- Overall, good specs were a decent price, only it turned out that it had virtually the same specs that a Galaxy S2 phone had without the ability to make phone calls, and that that it just, except with less internal storage, yeah. which which for some people it's, it sounds like a great deal, except it's the screen's only a little bit bigger, and honestly, you can actually get, for about... $20 more, maybe 30 you could actually get a tablet with some real specs. So it was one of those things where it was, and it might break within six months to a year, anyhow. Oh, it was, it was like, a, uh, like a cheaper product? It was an RCA tablet. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, brand name, but there, there's a lot of stuff that, you know, is sold on that day, retailer general type of thing, not just to one competitor or another. 
that kind of mysteriously just breaks within a year or something like that. Yeah. Because it's it, it it's designed as a lost leader to get people to buy even more stuff. Yeah. Which which works. I mean, it's time proven tactic. And by the way, I, I need to throw my disclaimer out as well. This what we're saying does not reflect the views or opinions of any companies that we've worked for or currently <laughs> work for. Um, this is kind of relaying our experience, Black Friday shopping. Um, the the two years in which I did this overnight, which was really really busy, as all that out, it was just insane. First year, I had to struggle to the back to clock in on time. I had to struggle to find a parking spot, period. And then I was on a register for about three hours, three and a half hours straight thereabouts. <laughs> the next one, oh my goodness. And this is how it can bring out the worst in people. And this is probably why it's a good idea to spread everything out. The, the next year, in a row, it was, they started spreading it out just a little bit. There was a 10 o'clock sale. This is how they were spreading it out, slowly but surely. 10 o'clock sale. But it was, and going into midnight, it was really busy for several hours, and then it kind of died out. I, you know, you know, family was trying to run their debit card. It said no. And, it, and a lot of people don't realize this, by the way. If you're going to go shopping on a holiday shopping day, like Black Friday... Go to your bank the Monday of that week. Do that. And tell them, hey, on this day, I'm going to be spending a massive ton of money. Please do not lock. have my account oh, locked. Oh, because they have that, that lock. $500 limit lock to prevent oh. fraud, especially when you're writing a check. Yeah. And... You know, I was being yelled at, and it was a family I knew, too. That's the bad part. I knew who the family was and everything else, and, you know, let a salary member of management deal with the whole thing. And that's the whole thing. And I'm like, sorry, that that's your bank doing this, not us. And it was probably it was too late for you to call it in like you can on some of those situations. Right. Because, like, at, similar to an ATM where you can withdraw $500... At most a day, there's also a limit to what you can do unless you call the bank or you go to the bank and say, hey, this period of time I'm going to be doing this, I'm going to be spending quite a bit of money, so this is not fraudulent, this is actually me doing this. If yeah. it's fraudulent, I'll call you let me know. Uh, please don't you know, limit my account in that way. It, it, it's designed primarily to prevent fraud, which is understandable. Yeah. Um, there's been, you know, there's been fraud, financial fraud over the years, and people lost quite a bit of money over it. Especially people breaking into accounts and suddenly pilfering out lots and lots of money. So, if you plan on spending a massive ton of money, go to your bank several days in advance <laughs> and let them know, or your credit union say, hey, here's what's up, uh, I'm going to be spending a massive ton of money in advance, um, please... How do we go about allowing me to do that on that day? And I understand a lot of people don't like being told what they can and cannot do with their money. But at the same time, there's a good reason that stuff's set into place. And that banks do that nowadays to avoid getting sued um, and everything else. So there, there you have it on that one. 
Well, my whole thing is, like, people just in general, like, we're starting to be a society where people do not respect service workers at all. And that's the main thing that really irritates me is, like, you know, if you had a bad day at work and you're not feeling great and you feel like you need to rage out on someone, don't rage out at the person that you're, you're going to buy something oh, from. Because, yeah. I mean, it's like, like I, I've never understood people that do that to people at, at a restaurant or something because you know they're back there spitting on your food and stuff like that. Like, there's no, like, why would you act like that? Oh, exactly, and... And, and this is somebody coming from somebody who still works in retail. I, I, I'm probably going to surpass you working in retail. You, you've done it for an entire decade's worth. Well, I, I got out of it in uh, 2011. Huh? <laughs> I escaped. Um, probably going to surpass you, but your 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 endurance is your enduring legacy shall be probably be legendary at that store uh, probably. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go in there anymore. But um, uh, they've got some interesting stuff in there now. Comic books. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, they had that stuff. But I'm one of those people, if I stop working at a place, I generally don't go in there. Because so, it's usually just a bunch of, hey, what's up, man? Then I have to talk about my current job or something. And oh, it just gets my old God. after a while. Yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> but, it, you know, at the end of the day, it's just like, uh, it, you know, you, you try to escape from there for a while and... Probably gonna surpass you in years and years in that, but that's because, well, I'm, I'm I'm used to retail. I'm I'm too used to it, and I don't know if that's a good or bad thing yet. <laughs> but um, we'll, we'll see in the coming years. If my eyes don't pop out of my head, that'll be a good sign. But um, yeah, I you know doing the whole thing of I know how you feel. I've worked in this industry before. Or I know how you feel. Eh, kind of refrain from doing that too, because well, that can actually irritate a person when you're doing that, working in the service, because that's not going to help them now. Well, it also sounds like you're uh, you're kind of talking down to them a little bit. Yeah, like I know how it is. I was once a baby or something. It's kind of the tone that they're taking at that. Yeah. So 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 pro tip. Um. If, if you're trying to show empathy, hey, hey, I get it. That's fine. You're doing your job. That that's you know that's 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 a good one. And also, don't yell at somebody because they're not going to reload your temporary debit card. Um, and and the thing is, nowadays our our systems allow for it. Yeah, they they do. Um, I got I once got yelled at because right on the package it says you're not supposed to reload temporary debit cards. You have to wait for the permanent one to get in the mail. This is like prepaid debit cards and things like that. Yeah. And I don't go with most of them because they have a service fee every month. Unless you load so much on there and I'm like I'm not going to deal with that because then I'd have to find an ATM and I would get charged a fee for that. Yeah, this doesn't sound like a good plan. Um, Like and this is not me shilling, but I've experimented with Bluebird from American Express. They don't charge a fee, except to open an account with them. That's it. Yeah. But you have to load a minimum amount of money, and I'm sure they're doing all kinds of, you know, accounting tricks and everything else to obtain some interest off of that money. Oh, yeah. But that's business is business. But in in general, I, I figured probably the reason why you're not generally initially we're not supposed to be able to reload a temporary card is 
is to be in compliance with federal law regarding money trafficking and laundering. So, yeah. Well, people don't realize that, because I remember I used to have a lot of time. We, we've kind of gotten off topic here, but I'll figure I'll throw this out there. I used to get yelled at all the time because you legally, if you uh, pay over a certain amount of money, you have to show identification. And it's not just like, I'm going to look at the ID and like go, yep, that's you. No, our computer system is tethered so that I have to put in information from your driver's license into the thing. And I've had I had multiple people, you know, you're not getting my dri- my information. You're just gonna sell that to the government or something. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not. And actually, I literally cannot sell you this if you don't show me that information. You know, and it's it's like I'm sorry, I can't get past the screen. You know. Sorry. <laughs> it, 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 write your congressman. Yeah, it's nothing. Don't yell at me. It's state law. <laughs> and people, there's a lot of times people just don't care. And I'm, I'm kind of generalizing, but it's a lot of like older people that, you know, society has drastically changed in the last 50 years. And, you know, it's moving a little too fast for some people. And it's just like, oh, yeah, you need to keep up with stuff because, you know, you can't just go out and, you know, Yell at people because you're 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 nostalgic for a bygone era, and and and, and some of some of the concerns are understandable. It's just during a stressful time like Black Friday, you're coming and buying cigarettes, and you can't because you don't have an ID. That does not mean I'm seventy six years old. Well. <laughs> If you clearly look like you're like my grandma or grandfather <laughs> or something like that. I fought Nam. That, that sort of thing. That's one thing. <laughs> but this is this happened during my first year. Um, this wasn't Black Friday. This was Christmas Eve, which we actually closed for a while. So we can refresh to start getting stuff ready for the next day, for the day after Christmas. I actually had somebody threaten to get me fired <laughs> because I would not sell them tobacco because the person in front of them didn't have their ID. I'm like, no, that's a third-party sale. We're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Because that can get me in trouble. And then they tried to buy for their husband. Blah, blah, you know, it was just, uh, whatever. Um, there, there's a reason for that because every time we sell certain things... Like, I'm sure there were products that you were selling that your job was on the line if you didn't follow proper protocol. Oh, yeah, we mostly dealt with uh, per- things with parental advisories, and um, the place I worked at actually had pornographic magazines and videos, so... Oh, absolutely. You know, you can't legally sell those to anyone if they're under 18, period, so you'd have people try to pull that crap off. And, and you're like, no. Um, didn't, didn't the place you worked at, didn't they have, like, a, a beer-making machine at one point? Well, yeah, but, I mean, it, it was, all that is is a plastic tub and, like, hops and stuff. It wasn't, like, actual, because, you you're, you, you, you're, I mean, you could make beer at your house right now, like, you know, some kind of nasty prison wine, basically, in your kitchen <laughs> if you wanted to. But, you know, it, it, you don't have to have a license or anything to buy a Mr. Beer, but it was, because uh, you're just basically buying a can of, like, hops and stuff, basically, and a big tub to put it in. It, and, oh, it didn't even have alcohol in it. No, because you you when you put the water in and everything, you, you're the one making the alcohol by mixing all that stuff together. <gasps> you, you, you're actually brewing it yourself. It wasn't like you're, it, it wasn't like beer Kool Aid or anything. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, you, even even 
dealing with entertainment only, there's some stuff that's age-restricted. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's not as intense for, like, movies and such, you know, with what I do, but when it comes to tobacco and alcohol, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, you can, you can get completely... You can get your lose your job immediately if you if that happens, because there there mass majority of the time if somebody fails a sting they lose their job right there. there. Yeah, um, it it just people aren't kept who failed that test and and everything else and that's that's why it's very important to one of the things I say is we can't overwrite the law. Yeah, and that's the deal. Um. And, you know, off on a tangent, but, you know, that kind of stuff can also happen during busy times of the year and on Black Friday, too, where people are cranky and everything else. And that's well, and that's also an opportune time for people to try to steal stuff, too. You get thieves and quick-change artists and God knows what else going on oh around my, that time. Oh, my goodness. It's insane. Because people are like, oh, there's going to be a thousand people in there. I can quick-change this guy. And and for the for the, you know... For those who are wondering, yeah, camera systems are are updated more often than you think. So, um, you might get away with theft for a while, but you eventually will get caught. Yeah. Um, and that's the wonders of technology, by the way. So, yeah, think twice before trying to shoplift, because that screws everybody over, including yourself. Because yeah. that's part of the reason why prices on stuff goes up. Part of it is because of theft. Yeah. So, um, I think that's... We've ranted and raved enough about the horrors <laughs> of retail, especially on Black Friday. Holiday oh retail. Oh. And, and you and I got to avoid the vast majority of the chaos, which was a bonus this year. Oh, man. You, I've had such little stress ever since I stopped working retail. You'll, you know, <laughs> you'll be amazed. Working graveyard and retail can work wonders because you don't encounter as many people. Although apparently the weird ones started showing up more often during the day and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I, I expected more weird stuff at night. But um, To close out, um, share a funny little story. Um, the, there was a customer, and the bad part is I knew I know who they are. I used to work with them in a previous occupation. Came in, apparently went to a fellow co-worker and said, Hey, you know, I need batteries and pack of cool cigarettes. Um, she's in my way. He wanted to know which batteries for a certain product he needed. Pulls out an electronic dildo from the package. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. And I looked on the package and it said it requires these type of batteries. And I'm just thinking, you have got to be kidding me. Please do not be trolling <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I'm like, I do not want to know. This this guy was one guy with gold teeth too. Oh man, stereotypes and everything else. And like, sent him on his way, and then shuddered after the fact. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. Um, we'll I'll leave all of you with that pleasant thought. Um. If you work in retail, invest in a punching bag and a stress ball. <laughs> um, entertain yourself, educate yourself, empower yourself. Check us out on the nextreport.com or our Google Plus fan page on Facebook and everything else is growing. Blah, 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 blah. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.